0: You're listening to Feed Play Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. It happened to Prince Harry for going back to work too soon. David Beckham got in trouble for kissing his daughter on the lips. The Rock for holding his baby bare-chested. Dad shaming is alive and well, as thriving as mum shaming. To talk to us about this hobby, plus other things we need to stop saying to dads, I'm joined by Sean Zepps, father of twin toddlers, a boy and a girl. He blogs at Bringing Up Gabies. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. Thank you. Is dad shaming different to mum shaming or does it is it the same kind of I don't know, tone? Is there something different to it?
1: No. It's so funny when I sit down with my girlfriends and guy friends who are parents and we talk about the best and worst worst parts of parenting. I've said this to you before a couple weeks ago. Like, Parenting doesn't go easy on you because you're a guy or a girl, right? Your gender doesn't really matter. People are, even if we're not talking about being parents, going to be nice to you, going to be mean to you, going to judge you. What's interesting about parenting is... It's so difficult, and you really do feel like a warrior for just surviving a night or a week <laughs> yes. or a year, that you feel like you're a part of something special. and and whenever someone feels like they're a part of something special, it's part of the human experience to um share that knowledge with others, usually unsolicited. <laughs> <laughs> and so a nice way to put it, yeah, that's my I'm attempting. So oftentimes when I sit, and I think about the things that people have said to me that have really set me off, it's through the lens of being a dad. But then when I just take a moment and listen to what my girlfriends are saying, I'm like, I mean, it's it's so similar. The reality is the person's left feeling bad. Shaming is shaming no matter what, whether it's a guy or a girl. So I don't, I don't even think comparing is worth it. I just sit back and go, I wish we could all do better at it or to attempt to eliminate it.
0: Yeah, just not do it at all. Mm. So the... The examples I mentioned before, like yep. Prince Harry going back to work, David Beckham for kissing his daughters on the lip, mm. his daughter on the lips, that sort of thing. Has anything like that ever happened to you, like on social media or in real life?
1: Absolutely. I, I'm a hundred percent. I think it's funny. It's not ever the like large aggressive things. I'm not as public facing as say Prince Harry, though I would like to think it could be <laughs> one day. Um But like, I have gotten, and again, not specific to being a dad, but you know, really nasty comments that the person is, the best examples I can think of are when Stella was learning to walk, um, I would upload video snapshots of her practicing. And it's funny, when you're a parent taking pictures of your kids, you don't think all the time about... Oh, no. In this case, she's wearing socks. I should not record this. Take her socks off and record again. It was just a moment. My daughter was walking. There are hundreds of moments. There were times where she was walking without the socks and with socks and with one sock and, like, walking in the (laughs) sand and walking upside down. But, you know, you upload this video, you think nothing of it, and then you just start getting all these comments. Take her damn socks off. What are you doing? Come on, Dad, take the socks off. Don't you know you're inhibiting her? I'm getting direct messages, comments out to the world— I work in social, so I love it. I see the comment and I just disregard them and move on. But like, I, I, I find like I find that I'm repeating myself with you, but a couple weeks ago I said to you, it's so weird to me that we see people struggling in the world or just doing the best damn job they can. And our first thought is to critique instead of just going, look at her learning to walk. Or giving the dad, in my case, the benefit of the doubt. Like, hmm. I'm a mother, this person who's commenting, I know that my child is, when they're learning to walk, walking how many times a day? No joke, 150 bouts of walking a day. (laughs) And one of those, do you think I had her in socks 24 hours a day? No. So like I have those moments. That's so
0: interesting as well, though, that the thing that they're um, shaming you about, which I think is often the case with parent shaming of either degree, is Mm. that, it's not saving anyone's life. Like what you're pointing out, it, Stella's not going to stop walking, even if she learned to walk in socks all the time. Like, yeah. I can't even remember if my kids when sure. they walked had socks on or not. I probably thought they should wear shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that nothing that they're pointing out here is something that is actually for her benefit or your benefit?
1: No, no, no. It's for theirs. That's what's so interesting about advice is like we give it, unsolicited to feel like we're helping. It actually comes from a good place that is what pushes me through a lot of those moments, especially when you're you know, when you do have an audience on social media and every post you upload, you know that some that you're going to get backlash, you know. I write about parenting in Australia to audiences of women. And so I know when I write about a specific male topic that, you know, it's going to be under scrutiny. But what's funny to me is we are The people who are the nastiest are other parents. As parents, we are all aware, if we think for just a second, that the amount of opportunities to do something wrong a day, I mean, they're just endless. There's so many moments and memories and falls and change of clothes and food to things to go wrong. And so it's funny that we look at one picture. Um, This is a great example. Andy Cohen, who is an American, uh, he hosts like watch what happens live and all of the real housewife shows which I don't watch but he is a new dad and he's been posting a lot of pictures he has a huge audience of people but a lot of those pictures he's posting are just one moment of his life one moment of the day and the critiques are is as if this is the way he parents 24 hours a day like that the son is always wearing the socks pulled up over the leggings, is always being carried that way, is always that close to uh, a box of tissues that could fall on his head. Instead of us just giving every person the benefit of the doubt, and if you have something super negative to say, like send it as a private message instead of as a comment, and say it like you would want to be spoken to, which is, hey, you're doing an amazing job. Um, one tip I learned when I was parenting was this. You don't have to take that on because you know, obviously no parent is perfect and there's no one way to parent, but just thought I'd pass it along as someone who cares for you.
0: Wouldn't that be a nice way
1: to take a piece of criticism?
0: Hey, now you believe in unicorns too. I know, you? but yeah, I
1: seriously do. And I fail at this too. Listen, like I have accidentally mom shamed without a doubt. I have made comments about, I remember being so sad when people were critiquing me going back to work so soon, and then unknowingly at a bar uh, saying to a girl, like, oh my god, you're going back so soon, and I'm like, boom, there you are, person who f- was so upset when they were shamed, shaming someone else for the same thing. Like we do it accidentally and it does come from a good place. What what we mean to say is you're so brave and strong and powerful for going after your dreams so soon. Um, how do you feel about going back? Like, you know, are you struggling? Are you really excited? That's a more interesting, gracious way to talk to another human being just doing the best job they can.
0: I bet she didn't take it that way, though. Well,
1: who knows?
0: (laughs) No, you're trying to voice it as well. And I think you're right Mm. in the way that people write those comments on social media. Um, I often feel that they're doing it because they're insecure in their own way of parenting. Sure. They might be thinking, God, I wish I'd been more relaxed and let my kid wear socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of worrying all the time. You know, it's like a defense for them and their way of parenting. Mm-hmm. What are some things that we say to dads that you'd never hear said to a mom?
1: Oh, my goodness. I was actually literally pulling up a list because I had it on my phone. (laughs) When I first became a stay-at-home dad, I don't think people believed some of the things that usually moms said to me. So I started writing them down. (laughs) The least favorite one, and this is one that's been talked about forever and ever, ever, is like, good job babysitting are you babysitting today or like even I'm sure someone said to you like it's just so nice that your husband's watching the kids today like it's not nice he's doing anything he's parenting yeah (laughs) but like being called the babysitter is something that has happened to me and happened to some of my friends and it's so annoying if we did it to a mother it would instantly be like daggers across the room would be thrown at the person like of course not I just think it's it's not just rude to the man, it's rude to the mother too. Like as if what she does every day is babysitting. Babysitting is like someone just watching your child who's not a parent of theirs. I don't even think grandparents babysit. I think it's like a very particular relationship with like a young person who's just watching your kids for a short period of time. To watch your own child should just be referred to as parenting. And we we shouldn't, not praise them for doing that but we definitely shouldn't refer to it as like a title Mm. i think it's quite strange so that's the first thing um i don't like when people say like have you done x have you changed a nappy yet have you had dealt with a tantrum like who gets up in the middle of the night the world has changed it's not 1970 anymore. Every dad knows how to do those things. So to ask them questions, just like it presents this weird, naive relationship to the reality of what parenting is. So just like, and it's funny, they don't ask women those questions. You just think, of course a woman's changed a nappy, but to look at a father, even as little as a week into the child's life and to ask that question is just like so old school and embarrassing <laughs> and you should just pretend you didn't ask the question. Um oh this is so annoying. I've I, this has never happened to me, but I've heard it to in, my buddy. Oh no, it sounds like she wants her mom.
0: <gasps>
1: First off, the blob that's crying right now doesn't want or know what they want. <laughs> Of course. Oh, it
0: was when it was a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, oh no. Like, you you know, the dad is holding, I remember this moment, the dad is holding this young daughter, the daughter's crying. You're looking at this dad doing the very best job he can and your first thought is you're not the thing that can help this. Now, of course, some people will hear that and think, well, mothers can breastfeed. Like, this could be a cry because, you know, the child is hungry. But babies cry forever. Every reason and no reason, none of us speak the language. Babies <laughs> cry just because their body hurts, right? Like, And so to look at someone and be like... You're not the. Would you ever look across the room at a full functioning adult and be like, "You're not the one that can fix this. Someone (laughs) else." It's just such like a negative thing to say. So I wrote that one down because I was just like, if anyone ever said that to me, I would. (laughs) I'm sure they think it to me, and I'm like, well, there isn't a mother in our relationship, so there's nothing that can be done.
0: It's me or nada.
1: Exactly. And then the only other two things that I think people ask men, and again, I haven't had either of these experiences. One is you're going to get the snip. Have you heard that? (laughs) Usually after two or three kids, people just like ask the man right to their face. And it's like such a weird, would you go up to a woman and say, you're going to get plugged up. It's just like the (laughs) wrong thing to say. And like, if you're going to one, it's reversible. So like, maybe we just shouldn't ask the question at all anymore. Like it can be reversed. So like you shouldn't do it. Unless you're genuinely concerned about the person's health. Like mm. s- seriously, like yeah. you've had a hundred kids, sixteen <laughs> children, and you're like, "Sweetie, I'm nervous for your vagina." <laughs> Would you consider not having children? But even then, I'm thinking just. Pretend, don't ask the question. It's
0: not, it's not your, none of your business, Keep is it, it to yourself. That's right.
1: So I haven't, I don't think I'll ever get that one. I hope I won't because I, you know, I...
0: Doesn't quite work that way Exactly. With
1: you guys. And The only other thing I, I hear said to a lot of men, and I'll be interested to see if your husband gets this, is like, he does the smallest thing and they're like, it's so nice that you have a husband who can clean the kitchen. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so great how helpful he is. It's so wonderful that he knows how to be a human being.
0: Yeah, well can I just say though, I, I think my Husband kind of dined out on that for yeah. a side, so I'm like, hey, it didn't, didn't bother him because it bothered me more than it bothered that's, him. That's I'm what like, I mean. Oh.
1: It's like less so many of these things. Like, I often talk about being a dad because I am one, but w- my actual passion in life is making sure that the words that we say to people, man or woman, are not affecting the other sex as well. By saying it's so nice, he knows how to clean, it so it diminishes what it means to be a woman. Just because you have a vagina and breast does not mean you're a natural cleaner. It may mean that you're more perceptive. And so you look around a room and realize it's dirty and take, you know, get up and do it. And sure, that is a characteristic of what it means to be a woman. But to just say, like, oh, it's so amazing, it also just instead of saying, God, this house looks great. Good job, guys. Team. Mm. Because that's going to make the wife feel great if she was the one who cleaned. But to narrow it in on one particular sex or to give him credit for doing something he should do is just infuriating. Like, yeah, it's really wonderful that he learned to put the laundry away. It's something that everyone should know, (laughs) no matter what your gender is.
0: And when you give credit to a man for doing something that he should normally do, it 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 reinforces stereotypes that it is a woman's job to do a aspect of the domestic load whatever it Amen. might be man yeah. so what would you prefer people said in instead to to dads mm. i think
1: like just being gracious in the way that we communicate with anybody parents or not is something that is missing i don't think that we should go back into history but there is a a kind of beautiful simplicity in the you know the 30s and 40s and 50s and the way that we were just kind of like sweet and nice and held doors open for people and just looked at people in their situation, male or female, and then just applauded them for surviving. As a parent who is still in the thick of it, I am still in the bubble of like, my kids are not even two yet. So the tantrums are still a start in. And I look at other parents in the first 6 weeks, 12 weeks and I just say the one thing cuz I'm in it still that I want to hear which is you're doing awesome. That's it. Like there's no real need to analyze or pick apart or like can I help? Is there any like, you know, is there anything? Yes. The nicest thing anyone ever said to me, I will never forget this, the first Christmas she said, "How's it going?" And I said, "It's going really well." you know, with a fake smile. And she said, it doesn't have to be going well. And you can tell me because we don't know each other. You got to find someone that you can just be honest about. So to just look at someone, to just be present with them in the moment and just be like, is there anything I can do? You're doing a great job is enough. It is absolutely enough, no matter what your gender is. And to put your own experience onto it, inappropriate because every parent has a different experience to Label a specific way of doing something as right or wrong, every child is different, so it's a waste of your time. Just look, be present, and be supportive if you can. That's what I think everyone would benefit from doing
0: and receiving. I hear hear you loud and clear. <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you, Sean, thanks for coming in.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: That's Sean Zepps. He's a father of twin toddlers. His blog is Bringing Up Gabies, and we'll put a link to that website in the notes of this episode. What kind of celebration did you have when your baby was born? Maybe it was a christening. Perhaps you had a baby shower.
1: In modern life, you don't often have opportunities to participate in cultural things. And so to have that experience of um, a baby and having a smoking is a real connection back to culture and to country.
0: That's Jasmine Seymour. She's the author, illustrator of Baby Business. And next on Feed, Play, Love, she's going to be talking about how the Darug culture welcomes a baby to the world. It's fascinating and totally worth a listen. I hope you'll join us. This podcast is produced by Debbie Ning. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.